I am Boom. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where I have something I'd like to share with you. Megan? Yes? I'm not the prettiest person in the world. I'm fine. Beg to differ. I'm fine. I look mm-hmm. fine. But it's not like people, you know, look at me and be like, oh, wow, you grew some some great nose there. Good job on the nose. It's a pretty good nose. Like, look at that. Oh, those ears. So lobey. I can't tell because you got headphones on. Just beautiful. It's it's what, and, and I'm not saying I need those compliments. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I need people's approval. And more than anything, I can't affect the appearance of those those bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I exercise a lot, but it's not the kind of exercise that's going to give me those sweet, sweet muscles. So mm. it's not even like people be like, ooh, nice six pack. And I'd be like, yeah, no, I made it myself. No, no, you work like twice as hard as anybody with a six pack to, you know, keep your um, joints aligned. My lovely, lovely joints aligned. Hey, Amber. Hey, Amber. Nice joints. Thanks. Well, that's the thing. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. As, as you know, I, I was having some health stuff. You know, it's past. It's good. Uh, but I was having some chest pain, which, you know, means we had to take a little look at a little ticker there. A little, little beady, beady heart squish muscle that makes mm-hmm. the blood go bump. Sure. That's the one. Thank you for and explaining I, it to me, Ember. You know how you know how you have this thing that uh-huh. makes the blood go squish and it goes to the other parts of your body. That's how it works. Keeps you alive. Yeah. Things can go terribly wrong with it. In this instance, they did not. But we had to check just to be extra sugary, sugary sure. Uh, and, and since, you know, the thing that makes my joints wibbly wobbly is also the thing that might make my heart explode. So we got to check on it every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, this makes sense. And... Okay, not at all a humble brag, just a solid brag. I went to get my echocardiogram, which is an ultrasound, so they take a look at your heart for a half an hour, take little pictures of it. And this tech, you know, was pretty businessy. You know, yeah. it was pleasant, but businessy. Yeah. I get in there, and, you know, she starts to take some pictures. And uh, first thing she says to me, you exercise. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. No, it was a statement. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you know, I mostly walking and biking you know because of the ellers i can't can't do that much Mm, okay you know a lot of people i get in here i just i just had a 26 year old in here you know probably 100 pounds overweight came in with this thermos of coffee big as your head stink of cigarettes and you know i can see his future i know where he's going i'm gonna see him again in 10 years and i know what that's gonna look like you know we all make choices and it's just clearly she had very strong opinions about the patients she came that come through there which is understandable Sure. You know, it's, it is hard to change our lifestyles. It is hard to eat well. It is hard to exercise. It takes time. It takes commitment. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. But if your job is to look at people's hearts and see their damage, yeah. you're, you're literally looking at the physiological consequences of actions. That, of, that, of choices, yeah. That you, that the person who's making them cannot see, but you right. can. And there, there's like a level of helplessness and judgment that goes along with that. But I was sitting in this beautiful position of of being the kid who really does floss twice a day at the dentist. Yeah. And and so she's taking pictures and she was, you know, talking about the people who don't take care of themselves and we got to the end of it and she's like, "All right. Well, just want you to know keep doing what you're doing." It's like, "I'm so sorry if I wasted your time. You just with chest pain, you don't take any." She's like, "No. I could image your heart all day." <laughs> I don't, wow. I don't really know what that means, but it felt very good. Yeah. Megan, I I have a pretty nice heart. You have a beautiful heart, Amber. I got a, 
I got a pretty sexy heart, you know? Yeah. And, and I put the work in to make that sexy heart. Mm-hmm, so it's like mm-hmm. I earned it. I made it yeah. myself, you know? It's like toned. It's yeah. got the good aortas and valves. The wub dubs are just Ooh, out of this world. The are tight. They're tight wub dubs. Mm. Yeah. I, a professional who images hearts all day could image my heart all day. I don't know what that means. It's, but it, it's, I feel like I got so much approval that I didn't know I need about my internal organs. Yeah, that, that's lovely, Amber. What a lovely compliment for you. I just, sometimes that's what you need to just kind of get through the day. It's hard. You didn't necessarily want to take that walk. You didn't necessarily want to eat those vegetables. But now I can remember, I got a nice heart. So why not? Got a nice heart, Amber. Yay. Thank you for sharing that with me. That's uh, <laughs> delightful. Thank you. I've been holding on to that and not telling you about it so I could share Yes, I know. I I see that. (laughs) It was very hard. I can understand why. Since, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying not to be too braggy, but (laughs) it's a nice looking heart. It's a nice looking heart. You're as beautiful on the inside as you are on the outside, Ember. Oh, that's the exact opposite of what I'm trying to say. My inside actually reflects... (laughs) My inside is gorgeous. My inside is gorgeous. My outside makes you very surprised that my inside is gorgeous. <laughs> well, Megan. Yes, This Amber. is not what brings us here today, although it oh, should be. It should be. Today, we are here to finish a thing that we started. Mm-hmm. One movie earlier than I was aware we were supposed to finish it. Yes, yeah. We're, this is Allegiant. Allegiant, yes. Which Allegiant. Allegiant, which is the third movie of the Divergent series, but there was supposed to be a fourth one. They they I... did the thing. They did the thing that uh, movies started doing because they <sighs> realized they could, mm. which is when it's based on a book, you can especially make that last book into two movies instead of one. If I... I knew it was a book trilogy, and so the fact that it, there were three movies, I never suspected that I was missing anything. Right. I just thought it ended in a batshit crazy way. <laughs> yep. Was Was Harry Potter the first one to do that? Mm, I did. at the very least it did it before Hunger Games and Twilight, right? Because Harry yeah. Potter started out before them. Right. At least I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm. Hobbit took it to three movies for one book. Oh, boy. So. Which was such a great idea and yielded wonderful results that everybody yeah. really likes and appreciates. Right. Yeah. Wheel. For mm-hmm. us and for everyone else, this stayed a trilogy. It did. Yes. And yes, thus we are done. Let us begin the end. Let's do it. With a f- rousing game. Mm-hmm. Of which is which is which is which. I will give you summaries from Amazon, Metacritic, IMDb, and Amber, and you will tell me which is which is which is which. Okay. After the earth-shattering revelations of Insurgent, Triss must escape with four beyond the wall that encircles <laughs> Chicago to finally discover the shocking truth of the world around them. Wow. Ooh. Chills. Okay, yeah. Chills. All right, this one, I can't actually expand it, so there's more... So I'll read to the end, but just know that I can't finish this sentence. Okay, that sounds delightful. After the earth-shattering revelations of Insurgent, (laughs) Triss, Shailene Woodley, must escape with four, Theo James, and go beyond the wall in closing Chicago. For the first time ever, they will leave the only city and family they have ever known in order to find a peaceful solution for their embroiled city. Once outside, old discoveries are dot dot dot, I can't tell you the rest. 
Wow. That started as a cheat off of the first one with just added names, and then it just went into a long ramble sentence. I don't know what you're talking about. After the Earth... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't I wasn't actually ready for this one. I was just remembering what had already happened. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. After Earth-shattering revelations, Triss must escape. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I almost added a V where it didn't go. They were really on big on word economy on this one. After, after earth-shattering revelations, wow. Triss must escape. From what? From whom? Of of what? It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's pretty great, right? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. After the earth-shattering revelations of Insurgent, Triss must escape the wall that encircles the city of Chicago with four, become a passive zombie person in her own story, Mm -hmm. let four take over, and learn that, after the apocalypse, nothing was destroyed more thoroughly than the scientific method. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. So, Megan. Yes. I ask you. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is which is which is which? IMDb, Metacritic, Amazon, Amber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Is this even worth doing anymore? I feel I like mean, I I love it. I mean, it, the game. I mean, yours was beautiful, but Amber, the winner. The, yours is usually the winner. Mm, Amazon beat me. Amazon so beat hard. you this time. Amazon <laughs> beat me so hard. It's so good. <laughs> After earth-shattering revelations, Tris must escape. Oh, wow. Okay, you said it all. I, okay, where? From whom? To where? Why? And where do the earth-shattering revelations come from? Everybody else told us they were from Insurgent. They informed us there was another movie. There was another movie that happened before this. Wow. They all cheated off of each other? Yes. But Amazon, once again, just got so tired. Just just eliminated so many of the words. How much of this... Okay, we don't care where she's escaping from. Chicago has a wall. We don't care about Chicago. Let's just fucking pull that out. It's uh, insurgent. But I mean, if they're watching this one, they know about insurgent. So let's just say... And do we really need the the earth-shattering revelations? It could just be earth-shattering revelations. Fuck. Everybody else is so much worse at this than I am. Keep it simple. Amazing. Yes, that's fantastic. All right. On to the critics' corner, Megan. Yeah, Amber, what did Metacritic have to say? 33 for the critics, 43 33. for the users. Okay. Well, for um, Rotten Tomatoes, it's 11 for the critics and 41 for the users. That's so funny. I was actually going to guess 11. I don't know why. Yeah, 11. <gasps> Uselessly psychic. Uselessly That's exactly right. Yeah, I... Okay. It's not good. No, no, it's not good. Th- that I can agree with. I don't know if it's eleven not good, but it's it's not good. It's not good. I I don't I don't even think I push back on thirty three, and that could just be my general disappointment. Yeah, with how much of a nosedive it's taken for reasons that seem completely avoidable. Mm-hmm. I I agree with most of these blurbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Cramming too little story into too much time. Hey, we split a book into two movies. Its special effects are fine, but it doesn't fix the plot, which is confusing. The mythology, which is confusing. All of it, which is confusing or pointless or silly, takes it till... A lot of people were saying it takes itself too seriously, even as it delivers Mm -hmm. cockamamie concepts. I think that's very true. Yeah. Uh, There was actually one blurb that mentions Triss becomes an observer in her own story, like takes a backseat in this one. 
which I was pleased to see someone noting. Someone noticed, yeah. And they, you know, people mentioned that Woodley and James are still very good, but there's not a lot they can do with story and dialogue like this. Yeah. Yeah. Lazy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. Yeah. There was a lot of talking and very little action. The talking mm-hmm. made no sense. Everybody said what they were thinking and feeling pretty much most of the time. Mm-hmm. The acting wasn't even really that necessary. Yeah, it also, like, I mean, and, and this is where sometimes books translated into movies don't don't always, um, you know, make all, all the sense. But it's batshit what's happening in this movie. It's, you're taking out of the world that you've known for two movies, and you are propelled into a secret outer world that has been watching them the whole time. And that's a wild thing to introduce. It really is, especially considering what you mean, the extent to which you mean watching them. Yeah. We'll get into that, but fuck me. It's So yeah, we remove ourselves from the playground that we were in before. We continue having that playground exist, but it's falling apart at the seams. Meanwhile, while it is imploding Mm -hmm. into an actual civil war, the sides of which... I don't really understand because I don't really know what each one wants and why they're fighting each other other than they are. Yeah. Our main characters are just completely removed from it, doing their own weird drama in a completely new place with completely new information that is doled out excessively, but doesn't actually explain, answer, or make sense. Yep. And other things are happening that seem like they're probably important, but not really, and... We don't follow up on them. And I, I guess a big oh. part of that is because it's supposed to be half of a movie. Right, right. But no matter what, you can still blame the filmmakers for making half of a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to get mad at the critics on this one. No. Nope. Yeah. Oof, this feels weird. I know. It's... it's let's uh, get out of here. I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like it here anymore. Yeah, okay. Let's get Agreement. out. Agreement. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. All right. Megan, this movie. This movie, Amber. Yeah. So, okay. Let's let's hit upon kind of the, the major disappointment. Why not? Is that this becomes the foreshow. You know, this is all about Theo James's character. And um, we, we just, we lose our protagonist, Triss. And she becomes this, yeah, just kind of, she, she becomes taken in by the new society that they found outside of their world um, city, I suppose. And uh, yeah, she doesn't listen to Forge. They don't interact very much. And we just kind of follow him around rather than her, which is a bummer. This, this, this is a series about her. I was under that impression. And it's mm-hmm. not that Theo James is not a compelling actor. He's delightful. And that Four is not a compelling character. He's pretty good. He's simply not the main character. And we've spent the first two movies following a very dynamic, powerful, complex main character who is Triss, played by Shailene Woodley. Mm-hmm. Not her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's been great. and He's been a great partner. Yeah. And endlessly supportive. But we're not really given a reason or shown the 
emotional or psychological or intellectual explanation for why Triss suddenly just completely subsumes her personality and listens to the head of this new future society and does right. whatever he says and believes what he says and follows him and completely ignores the warnings and blatant this is fucked up information coming from her partner for right. who they have been very supportive of each other this whole time which is one of the things that has been made this very watchable is mm. they um have a strong relationship that um is is very it seems to be very um Communicative, the communicative, Amber. Oh, communicative. Okay. Yeah. No, they they do they communicate very well. There's a lot yes. of trust and mm -hmm. listening. It's it's very equal. There's the, the power dynamic is is fluid in that each one you know yields to the other person when they have more information or expertise. Yeah, that does not happen here. Tris no. just completely dismisses for and any concern he has or information he brings her and completely. Gives over to David, played by, who the fuck is it? Jeff. Jeff Bridges? Dan Jeff Daniels. Just Daniels. The other Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Jeff. We, okay. So the earth-shattering revelations of Insurgent, yes. as you know, is that Chicago and its faction system is a grand experiment meant to create divergence. Well, we, we come out wow. of the city. And just to be clear, mm -hmm. in order for them to leave the city... Yeah. They have to nearly die. In fact, one of them does die. The character mm. Maggie Q plays, which makes me furious. I liked it's... Tori. I love Maggie Q. And she dies on the wall. She doesn't even get to leave the city. She just gets shot. So we have an element of tragedy. But it... Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's... I feel like the character of Tori is someone I wanted more of. And oh, then they just sure. kill her. Plus, I just want more Maggie Q all the time. But it... Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, to leave the city was a deadly difficult task that they had mm -hmm. to accomplish on their own nearly got them all shot murdered and then mm -hmm. they had to walk through an irradiated wasteland yes uh -huh. that exists just beyond the beautiful green growing utopia that is chicago yep and then a ways out there after once again being attacked yep they encounter the future with flying ships and weapons that can just take out the guy who was attacking them but what, first what they had to make it to the invisible mirage wall yeah, so there's like a huge, what are you saying? There's like a huge dome covering the entire entirety of the city. It's like an illusion barrier, but an actual mm. barrier also. Cool. And there, on the other Weird. side, there's like a whole army, and they've been waiting what? for them. And apparently they've been watching all of Chicago all of the time. And when I say watching. How, how, do you, how can they watch, Amber? How is that possible? You mean they've I got like. Magic. Oh, it's you mean magic. they got like satellite images or thermo I, cameras no, or no, no. I don't know. I I know that that you can sit in a room and see anything as if you're literally standing there. Oh, so it's not just not just Google search images. It's as if you were there. You can see in real time what yeah. the fuck is happening L anywhere, buildings, rooms, train tracks. Anywhere. You can put but yourself not in, like, tunnels anywhere. underground. Definitely in tunnels also underground. But I would not be surprised if you could just look inside of someone's colon. Well, that could be very useful for medical purposes, Emperor. Yeah, but they're not using it for medical purposes. They're mm. using it to spy on their grand experiment. But but how could there be cameras in a tunnel underground, Amber? What is I, that? It's the future, Megan! It's the future and anything is possible, except apparently... 
making divergence without having a 200-year experiment running. And also, apparently, what? fixing the irradiated wasteland of the world. I mean, they can do it because they have done it in three different cities. Yeah. But they stopped there. So, so Chicago is an experiment. Divergent people, and in this case, person, is the wanted outcome. Is that what mm -hmm. I'm to be under understood? Okay. Yes. So, but... Why? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Megan. Well, when they barely survive their trip outside the wall, which they were supposed uh -huh. to take based upon the earth-shattering revelations of the magic box that Trist opened with her mind, mm -hmm. the military you the brings email, in... You mean the email she read? Yeah, goddammit. <laughs> the actual... No, it's a magic box. <laughs> magic, magic deathly box, Magic yes. death box. Yeah. They're taken in. There's a whole cleansing whatever intake process... And then they're shown an informational video that explains to them, using Jeff Daniels' voice, what happened in the future. Oh, well, Megan, in the future, genetic modification helped people become better than themselves, except what it really wound up doing was increase the divides amongst them, and it ruined everything, and it caused war and you know, if you make somebody too much of one thing, they become not enough of another thing. If you become too brave, you become cruel. If you become too intellectual, you lose your empathy. He didn't talk like this. I'm talking like this. No, I like it, though. Kind yeah. of like a David Attenborough. Yeah, no, I, I heard <laughs> welcome, it, yeah. Welcome to the Bureau of Genetic Welfare. Oh, wow. Where we will tell you why the world is an irradiated wasteland and explain to you that the future is a bad place uh, environmentally. But those of us who kept our genes pure, unmodified, non-GMO, if you will, mm, yes, we yeah. decided to, to try and save everyone. We built cities, and then we started this experiment with the damaged. Oh, we're that's, calling them the damaged That's now. what we call the GMO people. Okay. And we took a bunch of the damaged, the GMOs, uh -huh. and we put them in the city. And then we mm -hmm. thought, okay. What we really want in the future is to somehow take the damaged and mm -hmm. have them produce a pure person, a.k.a. a divergent. Okay. In theory, the people who were running the, the experiment are already pure? Yes. That was my understanding. Yes. Okay. But they want to see, can you make pure from damaged? Okay. But why? Reasons. And then... Uh, I have a question, Amber, just oh, real yeah, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, who did they make this video for? They've Ooh. been waiting 200 years yeah. to show this video because yeah. everybody else knows what happened. Yeah, everybody else knows this. And so this movie can solely be for the people who live in Chicago, and they haven't been able to show it to them for 200 years. And so they're like, oh, oh, we could just, we could, we could show the movie. Let's show the movie. Quick, the movie. And think about it. Jeff Bridges is running an experiment. It was his voice. Uh -huh. But if the experiment has been running for 200 years, unless they didn't explain to us in the video that, oh, also, we all live about three centuries out here. Yeah. Then they had to update that video yes. every time a new director took over. Yeah. So this is this is just the newest, freshest iteration, iteration yeah. of the intro to the Bureau of Genetic Welfare video. Wow. What a... What a what a great video they produced for the eyes of four people Quality after 200 stuff. years. Quali that is the other thing, Megan. Mm -hmm. They have been running this experiment. Yes. For over 200 years. 
And yeah. they produced exactly one of it. Yes. One. So, right. So we're only counting Triss as a divergence, even though there are other divergence in the movie. She is, uh, in the other movies and, and this, that she's the 100% divergent, which is why she was able to read the email. I opened the box. And then, uh, yeah. So she's the one good outcome of this 200-year-long experiment. Because four is technically divergent, too. But he's yes. not quite as divergent. They, they get these... Not- yeah. They get these tattoos on intake and Triss has you know, it's like grids of four by lines, four like yeah. lines. And and she has all the lines, but right. four is missing one of them. Yeah. It's and it means he can't enough. He can't get upstairs because it won't scan his cause he's <sighs> So Yeah. So yeah. Just, I, I, yeah. I just okay, so you've been in a in a in a world yes. where there are two cities. Mm-hmm. That have greenery around them, okay, and everything yes. else is horrible. Yes, and people live in that horrible mess. Yes, there's also what do they call them? Fringe, fringe, fringers. Some... I believe. Yeah, they live in yeah. like tent cities in the horrible mess, and we're told that they live for maybe thirty or forty years, right? Because of the radiation and right. the hard life. Yes, so they exist. Mm-hmm. And then you've created a third city, which is just an experiment that you are monitoring all the time with magic. And, and you have a dome around. It has to be so many resources in this future of two cities and wasteland. It is. And in that time. Unimaginable. In that time, you have gotten exactly one of it. Yeah. And what is it even good for? Because You've- once they get Triss out, he's just taken a bunch of scans saying, okay, yeah, no, now, now I'll bring you to the council and then I'll get more funding and then we can figure out what to do with you. It's like, wait the fuck, wait the fucking second. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yes. You don't even know what to do with it now that you have it. He said he keeps saying, you know, I think I can take your genetics and and use them to fix the damaged. How? Okay. What? And here's the thing. There are plenty of people in the world. They live in the fringe. Why would you, like, why not bring them in? Why not outreach them? Why are you trying to, why did you build a city of damaged and then are going to fix the damaged with, and there's people out there in the in the hellscapes that need to be helped. I don't, oh, don't worry, Megan. They kidnap them. Sorry. What, what, they, they kidnap what their now? children. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Yeah, they go on raids. Uh-huh. And they kidnap their children. And they go into the fringe and take mm-hmm. the children of the people who are living. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, okay. And what do they but do he, with these children? Well, it's it's not traumatic because they immediately make them breathe in a gas that completely wipes their memory. They do what now? So that the Bureau of Genetic Railflare is all they, they ever know. And it's great. They're, they're saving these kids through kidnapping and, and mind wiping. Memory wiping. Well, that's convenient, I suppose. What I don't, are these? That's are these horrifying. people also damaged? I don't know. And like, it's are they are they doing this because like is the bureau doing this because they need more people in their city to populate it, or are they doing this altruistically somehow? No, because then they, they make them like join the military and. Yeah, monitor Chicago and the little bodies? pods. It does seem to be about yeah. needing more bodies, but it also seems like they don't have enough space for these people because they're living like in a big 
hangar in bunks. Well, Amber, it, I feel like they probably spent their budget on that flying elevator. Oh my god. The tower that Bridges lives in, sorry, his name is, his character's name is David, yes. is this ridiculous floating, ta- the excesses, it, I mean, I guess it, the, the idea is that it's supposed to demonstrate that, that society is still wildly stratified and that resources are distributed unequally, sure. but it, it's just, yeah. it's so cockamamie. Yeah, they've got weird priorities for their, like, limited resources in this apocalyptic world. It's very strange. Like running a massively labor-intensive 24-hour-a-day monitored two-century-long experiment. Megan. Yes, Amber. Say we're trying to cure cancer. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people without cancer want to cure cancer. Okay. So they, they gather up all the cancer mice. Okay, yes. And they put them sure. in a really elaborate cancer mice society place. You know, okay. it's like it's, it is an expensive enclosure. They don't go in, but they monitor it completely. Okay, yep, yep. yep. And they think, okay, these cancer mice will eventually produce a not cancer mouse. Maybe. And once sure. that not cancer mouse appears, we'll have like a little button it can press so that it realizes, oh, it's the purpose of the experiment and then it can go. It and can, then, we'll, 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 we'll just remove it, will we? No, 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 no. It will press a button and realize it can leave, and then it has to leave. Oh, and then it... Ha- okay, so this that gets complicated. Okay, yes. No, it makes it makes perfect sense, because there'll be a box that only a not-cancer mouse can open. <laughs> Do you and the box know? will tell it it needs to leave, okay. and then it'll leave. Okay, sure. Okay, okay so... Great. And then when that... That takes 200 years. Uh, but we're you still... Said, uh, okay, but... Uh, okay... Okay, but the, so then it the happens. funding for 200 years of cancer mice aquarium? It happens. It's because, it, and keeping in mind, the people who are running the experiment have never and will never have cancer in this scenario. Yes, okay, yep, great. This all makes sense. So when, when the non-cancer mouse suddenly appears, they see it and like, oh, great. And then they wait for it to leave the maze while all the other cancer mice try to kill it. <laughs> but, but... Th- but what if if it dies on its way to you, then you've just lost everything. 200 years of everything. 200 yes. years. So then it makes it to the outside. And like, great. Oh, thank God. We have a non-cancer mouse. What the fuck are we supposed to do with this thing? We need more funding. That's what we need. We need more funding. So we're going to take this non-cancer mouse. Oh, wait. It brought a bunch of friends. Yeah. I mean, they have. They have a little cancer. They have a little cancer. I get, we can use them. Let's show them how we kidnap kids. Let's show these other oh little bit of cancer mice that we kidnap children. Yeah, that's, it's, it's just, what, nobody would get funding for that experiment. I will nobody. also, I will also add that generally speaking, when you're running an experiment, like a closed experiment where you're trying to yield results of some kind, mm-hmm. the thing you're certainly not supposed to do is uh-huh. send in a fucking ringer. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this in terms of your experiment. And, like, it's a human person yes. that goes in and, like, sits in the little it's, mouse it's biodome. Like mouse ears is, on. Like, you know, get some cheese. And I yeah. am mouse, too. Uh, I is mouse. Squeak, squeak. Because we learn that apparently Triss's mom came from the Bureau of Genetic Welfare and did the unprecedented and selfless move of going in herself to aid the experiment, apparently by birthing okay. a divergent. 
Okay, but then that, then they, okay, here's the thing then. The experiment didn't yield a divergent. No, ma'am. The, 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 so she was, they she was a kidnapped fringe baby. Yes. You they know, took a kidnapped fringe baby. Yep. Yes. That had, she had been, had her mind wiped, so she didn't know any better. Right. And so they took, they took one of the non-cancer mice, they put it in <sighs> with the cancer mice, and then it produced a non-cancer mouse. But then that that what that would actually mean is that they that they should be bringing in the fringe people into Chicago to help populate it with you know the next generations of non of of divergent f- people is is what it would tell me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, they didn't even win at their experiment, Amber. No, they, they cheated. Uh, they cheated their way. They cheated. They let it run for generations. For for 190 years. And then they were like, oh, fuck. Let's just fucking send in Ashley Judd. Oh, look, we got a divergent. Give us more funding. Wow. Oh, also, Chicago is is civil warring now. And that, that's that's just messy. Yeah, it's Four's mom who uh, was the leader of the factionless who's now... Uh, who 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 murdered uh, Kate Winslet in the last movie, and now her and Octavia Spencer are are coming to blows. Um, they have different ideas on how to run the society, Megan, and the, nobody the, knows what those ideas are except that. Yeah, yeah. Evelyn. Uh, the only thing I know about Evelyn is that she doesn't like factions, uh-huh. but she does like executions. Yes, yes. It's it's a horrific uh, uh, thing that she's doing to this world. She's holding trials yeah, of people who were aiding Janine. And, and like, to be fair, Janine was doing some, some fucked up shit. Some fucked up shit, yeah. But these trials are basically like they, it's sort of a mob of, of angry people. And then they put the person there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they did bad things. But surprisingly, and this is even for the leader of Dauntless, they, they inject them with the truth serum from Candor. Mm-hmm. And... Even with the leader of Dauntless, who was like, yeah, no, I, I did it. I would do it again. It seemed like the right thing to do. There were people in the audience who were like, kill him. But there were also people in the audience saying, let him go. Because if you remember, abnegation and amity people are still around. And they right. do believe in forgiveness. And so it was actually a pretty mixed crowd. Didn't matter. Shot him anyway. While then, he was saying, I don't want to die. Because he still had the truth serum inside of him. Yes. Yep. And at that point, all the abnegation and amity people leave, and now it's just mob rule. With Joanna. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. With that. So Mm -hmm. the head of amity, who is no longer the head of amity, calls herself the head of the Allegiant, who are not a faction, but maybe still like the faction system, but we're really not sure about that. And they're against Evelyn, who doesn't like factions and does like executions. And I don't really understand why they've decided to have a civil war or that it's... yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not explained well. Yeah, on balance, I'm, I'm, I'm on uh, Joanna's uh, side on this because generally, I always side with Octavia Spencer. uh, Yeah, because Evelyn's, Evelyn's uh, uh, doing horror things, but no good reason. Like it doesn't. Yeah, none of it it makes sense. No, it does not. And the movie's named Allegiant after the 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 combined. I don't know, community around Joanna. We don't spend more than 20 minutes with either of these factions no. or either of these sides. And we uh, we yeah. hear her say we call ourselves the Allegiant just sort of once. Yep. When she's flexing with Evelyn. Right. 
So <sighs> that's what the movie's named after. Yeah. Mm. It's happening because eventually Triss will go, Four deeply cares about it. Yes. And can see the whole thing happening because Caleb is put in one of the pods that monitors Chicago. So he can see everything and anything that's happening, including these ex- these, these interactions so and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's telling Four about it. And Four is like, Triss, some shit's going on. Triss is like, I can fix it. I just have to go in front of the council so that so that David can get his funding and then they'll fix what's happening in Chicago. And then, hey, we're kidnapping people. No. No. I, it, you know, I got to go. I got to go with David to the council so we can, you know, get our funding and we can fix what's happening in Chicago. Yeah. And it yeah. turns out, hey, David could do that because he's in charge of Chicago, not the council. Right. And it really was just a funding drive. Mm-hmm. And... But Tris- and so four is running around, action man, figuring shit out, dooby doo dooby doo doo. It takes an hour and a half yeah. for Tris to act. Yes, and and at some point she's sitting in one of those um, pods that can see everything, where where she's literally just a voyeur of her own story of of what's going on. Yep. It's uh, cannot affect anything in this pod. Is just watching. Yep. It's uh, it seems it it seems almost um poignant if it wasn't uh so so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. So it really is a four figuring out shit is messed up on the outside and wanting to get back to Chicago Chicago to try and fix things. Tris completely siding with David is still standing by her convictions and you know she she dresses down the council for how they're they're doing things wrong. You know you. See, you, sure. you seem like you say you're better than the damage, but you're just doing the same things. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. It, it comes down to memory wiping gas yes. at the end. Ugh. Yeah. Is the big plan to end the Civil War, David? So they're still traveling with Peter. Yeah, Peter, who has double-crossed them at this point, you know, been back and forth to, to different sides. I don't know. You know, four or five times. It's so Jump, many. Jumped back and forth across He's the double-crossed line. them. He's double-crossed Dauntless. He's double-crossed Erudite. He's double-crossed them again. He's do- He just bounced. They keep Peter with them mm-hmm. to move the plot forward. Oh, he's like a, a, a moving plot device. He's a built-in selfish traitor. We keep him around to keep things interesting. Do we yeah, need someone great. to do something awful? Well, we've got Peter. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. Wow. He doesn't like that he's not, you know, top dog. He, he, he's uh-huh. never liked it. He wanted Erudite to take him seriously. He wanted Dauntless to take him seriously. They didn't, so he betrayed them. And now David won't take him seriously. But then, you know, David loses control of Triss and Four. He's like, okay, Peter. Hey, mm-hmm. my man. Yeah. You're special. I get it. I mean, do me a favor. Go back into Chicago and convince Evelyn to release a memory wiping gas on every living person there. Yep. Of course he's going to do that. Yeah, of course he is. Until the gas starts to fill the room he's in. And then he double crosses David. Yeah. He realizes, Peter realizes he was double crossed and therefore he will double cross David. Yeah. As per his MO, he will do the most selfish thing and self-preservational thing that he can. After he's shot for his mom in the leg already. Oh, yes. Yeah, in front oh, he of definitely four. did that. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. It's a whole... Goddamn, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not just a story. Nothing makes sense. And it's yeah. it ends with them stopping the gas. And then 
Triss sends out a message explaining what what the outside is like and how it's all bad and how the city is her home and how she's not going to let David do what he wants. And then the very last scene in the movie is David just standing beside her while she says these things. Because, of course, he's observing all of it with his magic observation technology. And that's just how the movie ends. Of It's just like she's putting a stake in the ground. Chicago's my city. Fuck yeah, the outside world. We're not damaged. Worlds. They call us damaged, but we're a family and blah, blah, blah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, so she's finally taken, like, some... Because in the beginning of the movie, she's trying not to take any kind of leadership role because she doesn't want it. And Octavia Spencer, uh, Joannis, says, like, yeah, the people who should take leadership roles are the, rarely the ones who want it. Mm. So so yeah, I, I think that that's supposed to be kind of her journey in this movie, even though she's... Yeah, we don't get to see her for most of it. No. I... Uh, I'm just going to throw something out here. Mm-hmm. The whole argument. Mm-hmm. Was it only a divergent can do things? Because if you if you have damaged people, they're too much of one thing. So in the case of Amity, they're so kind and forgiving that they're passive. Yes. In the case of Joanna, she's not fucking passive. She no. believes in forgiveness, but she also raises an army of her own and starts and maintains a civil war against some pretty bloodthirsty motherfuckers in the faction list. Yeah. So why is she not in charge? Why yeah. is she simply really the wise black woman oh, for the wonder. for the yeah. young white girl? Yeah. Yep. She Well, there's a trope that we see a lot. I exactly. Why does Triss need to step up if you already have somebody who espouses pretty well-rounded ideals and, it, and if the overarching message is I'm not special and we're not damaged, then why would Triss be in charge in that world? Why wouldn't it just no. be Joanna. It should be it should be Joanna. Right. Yeah, for sure. Or how about Tori? Let's use future magic to bring Tori back to life. Uh-huh. And yes. then Maggie Q can be in charge. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess knowing that this, you know, flag in the ground, I'm I'm actually gonna start doing something, Triss, while standing next to observational Jeff Bridges hologram. Makes sense given that there's another movie. It's still I, so I, 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 I think it's very amusing to me that that's how you thought the movie ended. Like that, 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 yeah. I mean, it makes sense because it, because it, it is the way the movie ended. But like, for that to be the end of the franchise is, is that would that's a weird note to end on, everyone. Yeah, I found it hilarious. Like this, what? It, okay, ending with a note of uncertainty and grimness. Yeah. Not yeah. what I expected from you. I actually kind of respected it a little bit after that. Ending. Right. To just be like, hmm? <laughs> So so let me let me just talk a little bit about what I what I found out about some of the things that went wrong with this movie. Why we don't get a um this was Allegiant and then the next one was supposed to be Ascendant. Sorry. Ascendant, yes. They they mentioned it in some of the the thingies saying like yeah. oh, you shouldn't bother with Ascendant. Maybe they'll fix yep. this with Ascendant. Right. So so one is that, like, this is coming kind of on the tail end of a bunch of, of kind of like, essentially the, the genre had kind of worn itself out. Um, you know, they had, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Twilight, all those movies. And then kind of, um, then we get into like Maze Runner, the, the Fifth Wave, like a whole bunch of other um, movies that... Um, 
in the genre that that uh, uh, kind of didn't do great. Oh, the um, what, what was it called? The uh, Percy Jackson series. Anyway, a whole bunch of them that that kind of did did middling, and and this Divergent kind of was right in the middle of spread the gap between um, these going well and these YA novels um, turned movies. Um, yeah, kind of kind of piddling out. Um, the um, one of the other things is that the uh, the books apparently end with a big kind of uh, uh, what the fuck um, from the readers. So like the book's ending is not um, uh, not kind of your standard ending for for one of these YA novels. Wait, um, do you know what happens? Can you tell I me do what know what happens. Do you tell want me. to tell you? Tell me, tell me, yeah, tell me. Okay, tell me. spoiler alert, everyone. Um, Triss sacrifices herself and dies um, in order to save... It, it, there's a gas, but it's a death gas, and so she... <laughs> um, there, it was another like a, gas? Yeah, so it was a fight between memory wipe gas and death gas. And she does something that that um, uh, essentially goes on, on a mission that um, was kind of a suicide mission because she wants to blow up um, the David and, and his whole thing. And it does, I, I do think you're right that there's a, um, um, it, it, the movie hints at a group of the bureau being frustrated with David and them having their own kind of like, you know, faction coup that they within, want to do. Yeah. yeah faction within who, who want to uh, stand up against David, which seems to be the case, but then blah, blah, blah. Tris dies. But then like it, the book goes on for a while and it's like six months later where like, we're just following four who's like, finally like, um, it might even be two years later. It's two years later because Oh my god. That's how long it takes for him to be ready to live again, Megan. Yes, and his mom um exiles herself for 2 years because she feels bad about what she did and then she comes back and then when she comes back is when the kind of movie uh, book closes. Anyway, it's it's wild stuff and it's it, it people were like, "Well, what the fuck is this ending?" Like, we've been following this protagonist along and like you just made her die. And like, not that that can't be an interesting thing in a movie or a book, but like, yeah, essentially readers didn't, were, readers were outraged. So um, kill the main and, character and then end it on her boyfriend and uh, his mom. Right, right. And so like, while you have like the Harry Potter and Hunger Games series is like, banking on the fact that the books are are uh, interesting and and have a have, have a huge following the even the book uh fans were kind of meh on this final book mm. and then they split it in half you know just utter hubris that they can get away with this and uh they cannot they could not yeah i don't think i've ever seen anything like this yeah where you take a book trilogy you make yeah. the first 3 for some reason movies and then you don't get the last one. Yeah. You don't has I know like I think the fourth wave only got the one the one yep. movie. And right. uh Percy Jackson only got two. Right. Yep. But I don't know of a single one that got like rounded third. They could have they could have had they could have done the trilogy, but they, they split got the greedy. last one into two and yeah. Ooh. So Allegiant made half the money that Insurgent made, 
And what they initially said is that they were going to move it to a TV movie. And, um, but wow. then, um, uh, uh, Woodley and other folks were like, I'm not going to be in a TV movie. And so they dropped out. And so everybody else dropped out. And so then the TV movie didn't get made either. So, and the execution of the, these movies is, has not been, we're not, you know, it happens that Harry Potter and, and Hunger Games were actually relatively well-made movies um, mm. with kind of big name actors and mm-hmm. While there are there are very good actors in this and and pretty well known ones, the well known ones are actually really much, uh, very much relegated to the kind of fringe and don't have big parts. They do not, and and the two yeah. you know main younger actors are fantastic. They're great, yeah. But it just but it, they're no Jennifer Lawrence, right? So I mean J Law. Well, I guess they can't attract the same crowd. I, I would say that and that's like what, in terms of ability, oh yeah, Shailene Woodley's amazing. But yeah, the yes, name recognition is. isn't there. It's yeah, name recognition. Yeah. And Theo yes, James. Agreed great really also solid. great yeah. yeah yeah for sure both of them really great at the action and also at the acting yeah but it don't have and the subtlety and yeah yeah but don't have the name recognition as a as a yep. helmsworth or a or a j-law indeed so if they did the movie could fall apart it would still make money right and i'd say the first one was a relatively strong movie and mm-hmm. then it, it kind of devolved into yeah. nonsense yeah oh well yeah, yeah. Amber, what would you give this movie on the um, grokked, scaled? Oh, jeez. Good, regrettable, outstanding craze balls are K. Ah, it's not regrettable, really. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's bad enough to be regrettable. It's kind of funny to yell at it. Yeah. What do you do? That, (laughs) no. Yeah. It's it's somewhere between regrettable and K, I think. Yeah, it, it's regrettable how they treat Chan Woodley and mm. uh, kind of her character. Totes. Um, but yeah, it's it's in that that yeah that K realm. Oh well, insurgent. Yes. Or allegiant. Whatever. Whatever. It's done. We're done. Yay! Yay! It was and almost... we don't have a we don't have a fourth movie to watch, so that's Yay! great. Yay! Where they kill off the heroine and replace her with a dude. Not Yay. replace, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a powerful thing to just like murder off your heroine, but then it should be over. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do you have an Abby story or a Maggie Maddie story? Do I have a Nisa story? Uh, yes, I will. Um, so uh, uh, Maddie, when um, <laughs> when she leaves a room will often um tell you um uh <laughs> i'm gonna go get some air i'll be right back what and then she'll go out of the room and then come right back in <laughs> who taught her this some, thing what i don't know knows that goes out to get some I air no i don't know and why does she like to what why has she adopted this affectation i don't know that's hilarious. Yes, it's pretty great. Peekaboo to the high guys. That child is a character. Yes, she is. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Yeah. Hmm. I, it's not like a glowing recommendation, but I was I was jonesing for some top tier Maggie Q. Okay. Because yes. this was not top tier Maggie Q. Mm-hmm. This was Maggie Q getting 
you know, limping along in the series with just little bits and pieces thrown into the movies. Not enough, never enough. And then she gets shot and dies on top of a wall? No, don't do Maggie Q dirty like that. So I uh, was poking around on Amazon Prime and I came across The Protégé. This is a 2021 film. It is available on Amazon Prime, so freezies if you have the Prime. Mm -hmm. It stars Maggie Q. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Keaton. Ooh. It's a good cast. Yeah. It is excellent action. Mm-hmm. Um, she is She's really, really good in it, obviously, because she's Maggie Q. But it's not... I feel like so many times when you have... So she's she winds up being a the protege of a, of a contract killer, Samuel Jackson, um, who, who mentors her and then is murdered and she goes out to avenge it. So often, I feel like you take, when you have a woman in that role, to just like dead-eyed, emotionless, tough as nails. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the acting part of it is to just be blank. Yep. And that's not what this comes off as. It, it moves along pretty quickly. It's under two hours. Samuel Jackson is fun in it. Maggie Q is fun and like sassy and emotive and tough and fucking great. Michael Keaton is, there was a moment where I got to say, Michael Keaton, no, Michael Keaton, no. <laughs> Delightful. But it was, deli- but in delight. Yes. It's fun. The end, the end is nonsense. And and a, sure. quite a bit of the dialogue is nonsense. You're going to fuck me or you're going to kill me. Fine. But great. there's something so ballsy mm-hmm. about a movie that presents you with a an impossible caper-esque scenario mm-hmm. uh here's security everywhere this is being monitored he's got this impenetrable whatnot and i don't know how we're gonna do this and you know they do this sh- they show and and tell how difficult and tight the security is mm-hmm. and then they just are there okay sure and they Skip never yeah. show you or explain to you how they did it kind of delighted me i don't know if it was lazy or a fuck you or just funny like oh i just don't know how we're gonna do this and then they just have the diamond in their hand and they're walking away and they will not show you what happened no no, no it's no. not amazing you know it's not an amazing movie but i found it genuinely entertaining and i i and i got an excellent dose of action maggie q awesomeness excellent. as well as michael keaton being charming and samuel jackson being samuel jackson so yeah uh, I think you would enjoy it. Is it uh, is it BMR worthy? No, I didn't actually check hmm. the reviews. I would guess it might be BMR worthy. Interesting, very interesting, interesting. very interesting. <laughs> Maybe too interesting. <laughs> Excellent. Megan, yes. do you have a recommendation? Amber, do you know what um, keeps a a wild puppy just? just a little bit calmer for a little while that, hmm. that I've learned. Hmm. I, you know, I don't because when I got, when I got Muppet, he was 10 months old. So he was, mm. he was either already out of his puppy phase or he was never a puppy. Yeah, he's I'm always kind of guessing the latter. Yeah. He was always a grumpy old man. I think he was always just a cranky old man. Look at yeah. that beard. <laughs> Look at those shaggy eyebrows. Oh, I can't wait till he's prep, preppy Muppet again. Ah, summer cut is coming. Yes. Sorry. So please, yes. please illuminate uh, me. So what I like to do is I like to take a Kong. Kongs are great, by the way. Uh, mm. One of my recommendations is Kongs because even the most uh, um, chewing chewer uh, at least can't chew through the uh, the Kong blacks. Those are the ones that uh, um, are the, the 
extreme um, for extreme chewers. Uh, the red ones, um, popcorn can't get through, but um, I think Parker can. <laughs> um, okay. Parker definitely at least started to get through one of the, the kind of medium-rated Kong um, bones. But anyway, um, you take this, you put some, some like treats in it, you put some uh, uh, wet dog food in it, and you put it in the freezer. And you just got a couple of those. When you uh, want some a peace and quiet, you bring out one of those and uh, it takes some while to get through, which is delightful. Clever. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'd actually kind of forgotten that I, I used to do that kind of thing for pickle sometimes um, and just have them in the freezer ready to go. Um, and uh, and I, I, I remembered that that's a thing I did. And so I have been doing it again. And it is it is very nice. <laughs> bribe your dog to be a good dog for a little while the sweet sweet temporary peace mm -hmm. it's very nice yes and it gives them something to do and something to be engaged with it's like a you know it's it's everybody wins engaging for them well megan this yes, has been lovely i look forward to maybe watching the protege with you laters wonderful getting, getting your take on it yeah and uh i hope we have a good weekend this year thank you amber um and i will end uh, uh, how I always end by saying to you, my friend, sweet little rock and roller. Okay. Chuck Berry song. Okay. Yeah. Sweet little rock and roller. Mm, roller. Yep. Mm -hmm. mm, roller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. I, I, I have nothing. I don't expect that you should have anything for that. I think that's uh, pretty self-explanatory. Feels a little dismissive. Feels feels a little belittling. Mm, yeah. Like, I know he's probably talking to a woman, like an adult woman, mm, when probably. he's referring to sweet little... Like, it's not a child. Like, if you're talking to a child, like, oh, sweet little rock and roll. Oh, like, it's like a, it's a toddler with a little tiny guitar. guitar. It's adorable. But no, he's, he's probably talking to a grown-ass woman. Probably. Who's probably fucking dancing her ass off to some rock and roll. It's like, oh, sweet little rock and roller. Head pat, 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 pat. I hope she kicked him in his fucking Chuck Berry balls. Wow. Okay. I guess I did have something to say about that. I guess you did. Yeah. Bye, Megan. Bye, Embers. <laughs>